Afternoon, murder in slow motion is how a child safety advocates describe the death of Malachi Subesh. Safeguarding Children is a charity that's trained more than 45,000 people in the child sector on how to prevent, recognise and respond to child abuse. Willow Duffy is the CEO and with us now. Hi, Willow. Kia ora. What do you nice reckon? Here. It's lovely to have you with us. Thank you. What do you reckon happened here? How, how is it that OT ignored five warnings? Um, I don't think it's just the failings of Oranga Tamariki, to be quite honest, Heather. I think it's the failing of many, many systems and processes and organisations um, that were involved in the care and life of Malachi. Um, I don't believe that Oranga Tamariki followed their own protocols and policies, and that is really, really concerning. How do you tell the difference, right, between, and this is where this is where they basically fell into this trap at OT, how do you tell the difference between nothing being wrong, just usual kid stuff and actual abuse? I think it's down to, um, you know, the information that people are actually passing on. Um, um, in relation to Malachi's case, um, there was an image shared with them that had been um, taken from Facebook that showed bruises to his face. Well, to me, that should be enough for our statutory um, care and protection agency to take action. Um, it should be enough for them to be at least professionally curious and step closer to the child and find out exactly what happened, speak to the child. It's part of their um, protocols and, and policies. And so I'm at a loss to understand why that didn't actually happen, why they didn't follow their own protocols and, and policies in that situation. How do you tell the difference, Willow, between a kid who's just learning to stand or something? You know, like kids kids fall over and bang their faces and get bruises. How do you tell the difference between that and abuse and, and therefore reported to OT? So there are certain things that are really um, red flags in relation to child abuse. So, for example, I know you've got a little one you, and yeah. you'll remember yourself from childhood that when you bruise yourself, it tends to be um, in areas where there's bony prominences underneath, so knees, shins, that type of thing. So injuries um, where there are areas where there are no bones, so, for example, cheeks, buttocks, inner arms, that type of thing, yeah. black eyes particularly two black eyes. For me, the key thing is where the injury doesn't match the story mm. or the story changes or the story changes depending on who is there. Or the kid and, says and that's not what happened like he yeah, did. Or, yeah, and also like when I think about my children, if they injured themselves, they were desperate to tell everybody. You know, they'd run out with a sticking plaster on them. So for me, if a child is reluctant to say what happened, then that is a red flag. Um so there are many aspects of injuries, non-accidental injuries, that people can be taught about that. It's not rocket science. It's information that's been around for a while, a long time, years. And it makes a massive difference to people's skills and competence to actually recognise and respond to abuse and neglect. Willow, thanks for talking us through it, mate. Willow Duffy, Safeguarding New Zealand CEO.